welcome back once again to the PA from PA podcast. I am Andrew. With me is Parker. Last episode, we celebrated our double digit episode, episode 10. And today we're celebrating our double one episode, episode 11. So, you know, the celebrations, they just keep on coming. Uh, We're about an, an episode and a half away from our bronze anniversary. So get hyped for that when that happens. Uh, also, a little little update before we get into the meat of the episode. I will would just like to welcome the two new Spotify followers that we have gained since the last episode upload. So we are now at 17 strong fans of PA from PA, uh, two of which are us. So count yourself among 15 <laughs> other people um, in, in this growing, rapidly growing, might I add, fan base. But today, you That's know, we've impressive. been... It is. It's really an it's an accomplishment that I'm proud of. Um, you know, we started mm-hmm. this in March, so I'm I'm not really sure uh, what the, what the math is on there, but you know, we've we've been gaining pretty steadily, uh, and you know, breaking up to to 17 followers. I think this is a big a big deal. Um, so maybe we we got some some future in this thing. But you know, we've mm-hmm. we're still talking about the random words we're given. Uh, that the formula hasn't changed, even though we've gotten bigger. Uh, we're still keeping it grounded, staying with our roots. Random words that we're talking about. Last episode, we were given the word necklace from the random word generator. And uh, us both being of the the male variety of human, I'm not sure how much, you know, real expertise we have on, on jewelry. Uh, but I, I will say that I have had some interesting necklace experiences but before we get into those goofy stories we have to go back to our typical every episode formula in which we learn what is the actual definition of the word necklace parker do you have that for us i certainly do uh it is indeed that's part of the show andrew where uh we define a word thanks to the great dictionary of google google definitely Mm. not a sponsor uh but uh, but we're, I mean, we're with open the amount of followers that we have now exactly with the 17. amount of followers that we have now we're gonna need sponsors we might open up a patreon i don't i don't even know i mean this is just yeah, growing the, what, um, what, what, what people don't understand is that with like the the added fame and the added pressure and just the the added exposure that we get it actually requires more money for us to do the podcast rather than it previously being free now we need you to pay us to do it uh, I can't right. really explain. I can't really explain why that is, but I just know that that's the truth. Right. I, I think it's because we just become like prima donnas, you know. Like I, I will refuse now to do this podcast unless you oh, pay me. Of course. At least yeah. some sort of salary. Listen, I, mean, I, I started out this podcast. Out I started out this podcast drinking a Capri Sun while I was while I was recording. Now you know what? I have moved up in the world. I am currently yeah. drinking. Uh, a crisp, cold, good and gather sparkling water from Target. It's the Whoa. strawberry mango flavor. And you know what? I feel like uh, really a pretentious person right now. And I'm just going to own it. Wow. You went, I've you left went the kid to the world water. behind. Yeah. Wow. Put aside childish ways. I, I like it. I like it. Absolutely. Now, I will. I will warn you. The listeners and Parker, you as well, might be uh, important oh, knowledge to have. I like to be warned. The, the the sparkling water does sometimes 
you know, give me give me the burps. So if I'm, you know, if if, if I'm incapacitated because I've got too much gas coming out of me, uh, you know, you you just keep trekking ahead, okay? I'll I'll catch up later. Uh, you just just leave me behind. Uh, no man left behind actually doesn't apply for this situation. Um, but I, I will be good. okay. You could be. You could be incapacitated with all the gas you want, Andrew. I would just keep chugging along. Don't you worry. Good. This is why we work so, well together, because I know that you're never going <laughs> to stop, even though I can just kind of, you know, take a lesser role. Right. You, you, could just, you could just get a little gassy, and, and the show will go on. Yeah. All right. So well, anyway, let's, let's what's, the, what's the definition of necklace? <laughs> well, according to the great Google Dictionary, uh, necklace is defined as an ornament ornamental excuse me an ornamental chain or string of beads jewels or links worn around the neck so um it has to be a string of beads jewels or other links for it to be a necklace i guess okay so if i was wearing something around my neck that was purely functional not ornamental it would not be a necklace it probably would not. Interestingly Interesting. enough, though, would you believe that there's actually a second definition for necklace? What? Okay. There is. How, how different this from one. the first one is it? <laughs> well, <laughs> very different. I just okay. want you to know, Andrew, that when you look up in Google, define necklace, it'll give you this page, and it'll give you two definitions. The second one, in parentheses, it begins with chiefly in South Africa. So this only applies to South Africa, okay? Okay. And it's defined as, I kid you not, a tire doused or filled with gasoline placed around a victim's neck and set on fire. What? Is this like a, they this a offered, device? It, that's what it sounds like. They offered that definition right under the plain Whoa. old pearls that, that your aunt is wearing. That's literally what they have. That's really dark. Wow. That's very dark. That's the darkest thing since we looked up paste, and one of the definitions was <laughs> to pick somebody up. That's, that's right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they're really so you can go South either Africans way. are really pasting these guys. They're really pasting. These <laughs> they guys. really are. They're pasting them with ne- so. So here's what I'm wondering: if it's that common to where they can offer that de- definition as a secondary definition in South Africa. Like if you were to walk around and be like, Hey man, you wear a necklace recently. Would they like, look at me strange? Like, would they be terrified? Yeah. Like, is that what they think of as necklaces? Is it a threat? Right. Like, could I, could I say to somebody, you know, you better watch out or else you might find yourself with a necklace. Right. So Yeah. It also offers the verb form to necklace. In South Africa, to necklace someone means to kill someone with a tire necklace. Oh, my gosh. So if you were to go into South Africa and say, like, hey, man, you know, that guy got necklaced, they would know exactly what you meant. And it is not because they went to the jewelry store. That's uh, that's, that's pretty wild. Mind. Oh, my gosh. South Africa is crazy. Did not, I did not expect to know this information today, Andrew. I think this is going to taint my view of South Africa forever. Oh yeah, like I didn't, I, I didn't always... know all that much about South Africa, other than the you know apartheid stuff. 
and now this. Right. So it's a lot of negativity. I mean, I always perceived it to be a pretty pleasant place, you know, like South Africa. You, you kind of hear the, the people with, you know, kind of British sounding accents. You know, people always talk about how great South African accents sound. Um, yeah, that's true. But maybe that's just covering up like a dark underbelly. Yeah, they they realized, I think, in the, the middle of them becoming a, a nation and like building their culture, they realized, wow, we got a bunch of like dark stuff going on in this country. Uh, we've got to kind of distract everybody. So if we take the British accent and just tweak it a little bit so it's really hard to pull off, <laughs> then people will just be so distracted that they're not even going to think about the whole necklacing stuff. Right. Right. They're like, we, we really need to do something about this this whole necklacing thing. Like, we, we need to we need to stop that, probably. That'd be a good place to start. Um, now, what they, and then, and then what they should the have accent. done, what they should have done is paid Google off so that it's not the second definition of necklace. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like South Africa has to be very mad about that right now. <laughs> yeah, they just kind of like gave them are, up like that. We're we offending <laughs> so many South African viewers. Of the, of the 17 oh. that view, that listen, I'm sure a, a rough 25% are probably South Africans. Well, you know, I'm sure that our two newest followers they could be South African. We might have just lost them. We might have gone back down to fifteen. Oh no, I never, I never really considered the the thought that people might stop following us. I mean, it'd be a great threat, uh, but not like a necklace threat. That's for sure. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, we we really need to get yeah. back on the good side because they might necklace us. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, going back to the original definition, like you said. Um, a chain or string of beads, jewels, or links. So per that definition, if you put anything else on a string or a chain, according to Google, that's not really a necklace. It has to be a bead in shape. I Apparently. Ish, sort of. Which honestly, a, a bead, so like I guess like a bead shape, uh, something, a jewel of some sort, or, or some sort of link. Which, which which I kind of take offense at because, again, as a man, as you said, uh, we're not that familiar with jewelry, but I think especially in middle school, like the best piece of like jewelry, the best necklace that a man could wear, was the one with like the shark tooth on it, and like if you have oh, a shark tooth yeah. necklace, then like you were like you were cool, right? Like you were tough. Like like who knows? Maybe I took down the shark. You don't know, right? Like that was like the <laughs> necklace. If you're gonna wear a necklace, you were gonna wear a shark tooth necklace. Yeah. So I kind of take offense at that because it didn't say anything about shark tooths. I think I think the shark tooth might fall under the definition of bead. Because I think I think a bead really? is just anything that has a hole in it that you string onto a string. Well, you know I have to look up the definition of bead now. Oh, you're getting you're getting two words for the price of one here. Two for the price to one here. Um, a bead is a small piece of glass, stone, or similar material, typically rounded or perforated for threading with others as a necklace or rosary or for sewing into fabric. Okay. That's very so complex. But by that definition, we could say that shark tooth material is similar mm -hmm. to stone. And does have a perforated so. hole for the purpose of threading onto 
the the string. Yeah, yeah, I I would say so that I think a it, it still counts. Yeah, I would definitely say so. No, I will also bring up a certain type of necklace that was very popular when I was a child, and really like the only okay. necklace that I was ever interested in. Like jewelry, mm-hmm. not really my thing. wasn't wasn't looking to accessorize in that way. But I don't know if you've ever had the pleasure of consuming a candy necklace. Oh, boy, have I. The candy necklace, of course, first of all, the string that the candy was threaded onto was kind of like elasticy, white, yeah. like kind of flossy string. And the candy was just worse sweet tarts. <laughs> Like yeah, I, I don't remember not them taste really good. having flavor. Yeah. It was no. so, yeah, I remember it being like a cool idea, but then always, you know, you, you, you eat a few of them and be like, oh, this is cool. I'm like eating off the necklace. But then uh-huh. once you got down to the end, you were mostly getting the string in your mouth when you were eating off the necklace. <laughs> and the string got so soggy and disgusting with saliva that it was it was not it's not something you wanted to have around your neck anymore. And also like so gross to the mm. touch. You didn't, you didn't want to take it off either because any contact right. with the, the nasty spit string uh, is f- for sure going to give you coronavirus. Like it's, it's right. just a disgusting rag of a string <laughs> that's been abused right. to no end. Right. I mean, I, once I'm, you eat off all the candy, it, it's just a spit string. Like you said, why would you even want to wear that as a yeah. necklace? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm so fascinated by, and I think this was like something that was just big when when we were kids because I don't see it as much anymore. Maybe it's because I'm not being advertised to as a as a child anymore. But there were mm-hmm. there were so many candies that all had like gimmicks to them when we were kids. Right, like we had oh, the yeah. the candy necklace, and to continue on the jewelry theme, we had the the ring pop. Looked mm. like a giant jewel ring. Uh, we had the, the mm. classic baby bottle pop. Mm. It was just like candy that looked like other stuff. And for some reason, that was more appealing to us. Right. I don't know why. You you had the, uh, I can't remember exactly the name of it, but it was like the gum that was like really like wrapped up, kind of like a fruit roll up, but it was gum. The bubble tape. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 the yeah, tape. yeah, that thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had that. Those were good. Um, have you ever Have you ever seen... There was, I saw, I saw a picture on, uh, it was, it was a meme on the internet, uh, but uh, it was, it was like, it was like one of those, if you, if you do this, you're probably a psychopath thing. And somebody had taken oh. the, whole, the, the roll of bubble tape and just taken a bite out of it. Like, like it was a yeah. cookie and they hadn't unraveled yeah. it. That's, that's it's just like, not it's, cool. it's kind of like the whole the, the discussion of, you know, do you eat your string cheese by pulling it apart? Or you just take yeah. a take a big bite out of it. It's like equally as disgusting to just take a bite out of the bubble tape. Right, exactly. Because anyone in their in their sane mind, right, would would unwrap the bubble tape, but they would take a bite right out of the string. Of cheese, course, you know that that'd be the normal well, way to do things. Of that's that that's what you do. <laughs> Which I think you'll find. Hopefully, maybe maybe we can get some uh, you know input oh, this from would the be nice. audience from the the seventeen yeah. people watching. Uh, or listening, nobody watches this as we're not recording it on video. 
mm-hmm. but all the, the the listeners, maybe they can let us know what's the more normal thing. Like, are you are you a string it apart person, or are you a just take a bite out of it? Now, I will put my two cents in here. I think it's okay. absolutely disgusting to bite into <laughs> string cheese. Cheese stick and string cheese, I think, are are two similar but different things. Because sometimes you get the like the rectangular cheese stick that's like Colby Jack, and it's kind of hard. Like it's not meant to be pulled apart. You just got you just got to bite into that one. But the the mozzarella string cheese, yeah, I think there's just something about the the floppiness, <laughs> and just the you know the 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 chewier texture that doesn't sit well with me if I'm just gonna you know take a chomp out of it. Yeah, I, I I can respect that. For, from my point of view, though, um, you you're really getting more substance, more flavor with the just biting right into. <laughs> you're it, right? getting more Cause, flavor. Because to me, yeah, because because to me, right, I, I don't I don't view the 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 cheese stick, <laughs> the the string cheese as chewy as much as I view it as kind of soft and creamy, right? And so you know, you <laughs> just take a bite out of it. And you kind of like, you know, you let it melt in your mouth a little bit. You just got a nice, like, creamy cheese flavor. Whereas with the string, you're, like, eating it in, like, tiny bits. You can barely even taste it to begin with, right? So so I think just biting in really kind of gives you the full cheese experience. Oh, my gosh. Yikes. Well, let's tie back to word cheese here. Is more Have creamy? you ever taken... I mean... I think so. I, I think I think it's softer, and therefore it kind of just like has a creamier. If we're talking about like mozzarella, right? <laughs> like a mozzarella like string cheese. Yeah, like yeah, it's a little it's a little creamier. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, taking it back to the word, have you ever made a necklace out of string cheese strings? <laughs> what? No. Have you done no? that? Well, I mean, I guess I guess you could. It would be. <laughs> You would have to be so committed. You'd have to like string it apart and then tie all right. the individual strings together, which I haven't tried, right. but I don't think the structural in- integrity of the string cheese will allow that to, to tie it them It probably together. would be really hard. It probably would be really hard, but I think the payoff would be worth it because then just like right <laughs> there it? around your neck, right there around your neck is just cheese ready at the get-go. So you just take but it as off soon as and you, eat it. As, as soon as you take a bite out of the string cheese necklace, it's, it's done uh-huh. as a necklace, right? Like you, It's not like well, the candy necklace where you can keep coming back true. over time. True, true. But I didn't necessarily say that I wanted to keep coming back. I mean, it, it could just be a one-and-done thing, you know? After a long, hard day when you've done been working, you know, you just, so you, you just look just, down and there's cheese. You're, you're just storing <laughs> it up there for safekeeping until exactly. it's like a squirrel putting the, the nuts in his cheeks <laughs> exactly <laughs> like waiting exactly to, waiting for cheese time <laughs> just kind of wait <laughs> just waiting for cheese time exactly just a nice cheese necklace right there <laughs> oh my gosh know. it could work i'm just i'm just offering it as a suggestion among many so i mean i, I mean know. i'm i'm it willing to give it a try i'm i'm honestly okay. i'm more interested to see if it's even physically possible to do i think you'd be very impressive to to see somebody tie individual string cheese strings together, I would like to give it a shot. To be honest with you, I wonder I how many how many sticks would it take? I think no more than two. To be honest with you, you think you could um, do it in two? 
Well, I think you could do it in one, to be honest. But I think that with trial and error, you might need two. Yeah. Because you oh, can yeah. get a lot thinking... of, like, strings out of just one string cheese. Yeah, those are pretty thin strings, though. True. And if you're, you're going to the hold up to the, the tying process, I think mm. you're going to need more. I think you could, yeah. you could make a, a structurally sound cheese stick necklace out of maybe three. Three cheese sticks three not not well yeah yeah three using okay. the, the components of three cheese sticks okay and i'm thinking okay. maybe you split each one into thirds uh because that okay. has enough like width to the to the string itself where it's not just gonna break in half as soon as you're trying to tie it around something else well is it gonna be too thick to really even tie if it's in thirds though i don't know because so i feel that's like it's still like issue. pretty right maybe so maybe I mean, maybe quarters even seem kind of yeah yeah quarters even kind of seems a little a little big though at the same time i think maybe so maybe, I think maybe fifths fifths, fifths and, could be and good you're using two yeah fifths and two i think could be a good, a good a good uh, necklace going. yeah okay yeah I'm, I'm down to try this behind. yeah yeah two sticks now i think that fifths. you have you you have underestimated the amount of test cheese sticks are going to be required for this. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to take there. There's going to be more than one uh, fatality of cheese stick. True. Going into this, uh, the true, true. The the death toll is going to be much higher than we're anticipating. I, I'm thinking. Yeah, you're definitely going to want to buy. Just go ahead, get a whole pack, and just kind of go the through Sam's trial Club and error. bulk pack. 100 or so mm -hmm. cheese sticks eventually you'll get there yeah and then the great thing is that once you've mastered it then you could just make as many as you want and get this you can sell them for a profit oh Boom. yeah <laughs> i'll be like instead of instead of making friendship bracelets let's make friendship oh. cheese stick necklaces i i'm and then you can that. also i mean um, they won't last long no, yeah, it's the day long friendship. Okay, we're not we're not talking about BFFs. We're talking about gotcha. This is like a, a kids' day camp. We're friends for the seven hours that we're here, and then we're never gotcha. talking again. <laughs> well, really, I guess you're your friends until one of the two of you gets hungry enough to eat the cheese stick. It could be right. a it's real a real test, test of your friendship. Somebody's friendship. Oh yeah, you can yeah. Which this, one's this more? This is how you really. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you tell. If you're friends with the right people, if you oh, yeah. give them, if you gift them a cheese stick necklace and you, you just wait and see how long are they willing to keep that on their neck before they just give in to the, the human animal instinct and just bite into, bite into that cheese. Because I'm, I'm, shot. I'm feeling like most people aren't going to last, you know, more than a couple hours. No. And those people so. are not are not the friends for you. You I deserve that, people that keep it on there for a whole day. Yeah. I think that if they go exactly like a whole day, then I think the friendship is real. I think if at any point yeah. during the day, though, you consume that cheese necklace, it, it might be done. So I don't know. You're done. I mean, you, you kind of have to bring I think it especially like <laughs> you, you also have to take into, into consideration in order to keep the cheese stick on. For the whole day till like you're going to bed mm -hmm. the, not, not not only have you not 
you know, given into the temptation. But the cheese stick has also pretty much lost its edibility. Like you can't really eat it anymore because it's warm and probably pretty sweaty and gross. You're probably not going to want to eat that. So you, you've also wasted the opportunity of eating the cheese stick uh, and sacrifice for your friendship. True. Yeah, I think we need to we need to roll this out um, to more people. All, all seventeen of you listening to this, <laughs> get on this. Try this with your friends. Let us know what's happening. Leave us a five star review on iTunes, even though we're not really paying attention to that. Exactly. Uh, and let let us know what happens. If, exactly. If, you, know, you have friends that are worth having, or if your friends are honestly more in love with cheese than they are with you. I mean, I think we can make an empirical study out of this. You know, if we get enough people, all 17, right? Uh, I think we would have enough data to really show which is more powerful, friendship or cheese. <laughs> Do you think we would have enough, uh, <laughs> enough data and enough, like, scientific clout to get this peer-reviewed? I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I, I took a empirical study course in college um and it would not withstand any peer review whatsoever no mm. <laughs> but it, uh, because you took yeah. that course maybe we get some more credibility we could we could but i mean right off the bat uh our sample size isn't random you want a simple random sample um that's really uh kind mm, of showcases true. the general population and uh, probably 17 listeners of a podcast probably isn't an appropriate uh, sample size to really get a good gauge of what the American people think about true. friendship versus cheese. So, And I will say all of our 17 followers pretty much fall under the same demographic, which is uh, people from the age of 18 to 25. And uh, I think like 60 to 75 percent of them are female. So. Uh, it's not very, not a very even demographic. Here. <laughs> we see that that that's where you just reframe the study. Then you say, you know, how do females eighteen to twenty five view friendship in cheese? That that's how you that's how you <laughs> frame it. Then right, right. Exactly. <laughs> we also we, we have to pose it like they're <laughs> opposing sides. Like you, you <laughs> right. either love your friends or you love cheese. You can't do both. You have to choose one. Right. You, you you just can't you just can't either you love cheese or you love friends there's just no middle ground we don't we don't have time for wishy-washiness you know <laughs> they're natural enemies <laughs> mortal mortal enemies <laughs> so i mean go ahead give it a shot everyone just just give it a shot see what happens <laughs> the great see who your real friends are experiment exactly see see who your real friends are that's all i'm saying <laughs> yeah i'm i'm so curious Wow, I, I know was... for one thing, Andrew, I, I, I would not eat the necklace. I, I would stand firm, um, mostly because I like to bite into my cheese sticks. So why would I? Yeah, dare so it's already ruined for you. Stringy cheese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, friendship's way better than than stringy cheese. You know, so. Yeah, I don't know if I'm as strong as that because I do prefer the string variety, but I think it, True. again, like the the appetizing sense of of the cheese is going to it's going to disappear after like 10 minutes i think like you you don't want a warm cheese stick 
true. But have you ever? There's also this the annoyance factor, you know, of just like there's cheese on my neck all day. I want this gone. Yeah. So maybe it's like more of a temptation to throw it away. True. Very true. Than to keep it on. Both are strains on the friendship. I don't know if you've ever something to keep in mind. Had a had. I, I remember like when I was a kid for lunch. I would get, I would pack my cheese sticks in my lunch, my lunchbox. Really? I don't know if you've ever, you know, had a had a cheese stick packed in a lunch, and maybe you didn't put it in the car compartment with the with the ice pack, like it's Ooh. it's in the warm compartment. Yeah, rookie mistake. When you usually like when you take these cold cheese sticks and leave them out in warmth, they kind of they kind of like shrivel up a little bit, and there's like a pocket of <laughs> air. And the plastic container <laughs> around the cheese stick, and it's like the the cheese doesn't taste necessarily worse, but just the the feeling of picking up the <laughs> the the cheese stick package that isn't full, like like the cheese stick does not expand to the full <laughs> confines of the of the plastic. It's so gross. That's really gross. It makes you wonder how much air is in our cheese sticks then. It was just shriveling up like it's that a lot. and tasting the same. I know. I think it's a lot. I mean, we might we might need to start a campaign. Like, stop selling us air, Borden. You know, like, I like, I, stop only, us I air. only want I only want vacuum sealed <laughs> cheese sticks. <laughs> right. I want genuine, one hundred percent real cheese, no air. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I remember me and my me and my siblings. Like there were there were times that my mom would not go for Borden and go for the off brand cheese sticks, which were always Uh-oh. so much worse, especially if mm-hmm. you're looking to to string them apart as advertised. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 stringing apart on the off brand, it really doesn't work. I think the the off brand ones are meant to be bitten out of, because it starts to crumble as you're pulling the string off of the stick. Yeah. You know what, Andrew? It's funny you say that because I actually almost always now as an adult buy the off-brand cheese sticks, not because I predominantly bite out of them, but mostly just because of the price. But I probably just don't (laughs) notice that much of a difference because I just bite into them anyway. So I think it's just a win-win for me. I think people who bite into their cheese sticks can just get their cheese sticks for cheaper. And I think that's another selling point. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. If you really want to like have the best deals on cheese sticks, if you if you let the the having to you know string them apart slide, you can mm-hmm. actually save a lot of money. Hmm. I think stringing apart your string cheese is a luxury that uh you might have to pay extra for. You know, I think we may have discovered something yeah. here. I think it's a luxury I'm I'm willing to pay. I mean, after Rightly all, I am, so. I am now. I'm now drinking sparkling water, so I feel like I'm. I've. I've moved up into that class. I've moved up mm-hmm. into in society where I am, a bit of a cheese stick snob. I mean, it's worth it, you know. I mean, if you can afford the board and cheese sticks, more power to you, man. All, all to you. I think it's it's less like. I I can't necessarily afford them at the the quantity that I would be able to afford the off-brand ones. So I just have to make them more of a few and far between treat. Mm. So it actually builds more hype around the cheese stick and honestly makes the experience much more enjoyable 
if it's not a you know just common thing around the house and it's something that mm-hmm. you only treat yourself to you know maybe once or twice a month mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like you know back to the 1300s you know royalty they would only eat cheese sticks on very special occasions um and it was only for the super rich you know the, the royalty so yeah it was uh, only on like on if i if i remember my you know european history classes mm-hmm. the, the cheese stick was only partook of during the the feasts of the, the coronation as well as the, the funeral yeah. of a king only those two occasions exactly 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 only when a king was crowned or when a king had had sadly passed on passed away it's it's exactly. a good start and and end of the journey of being a monarch exactly exactly and then you know with with the birth of america um you know uh <laughs> allowed uh cheese people sticks were allowed amongst <laughs> the the peasants <laughs> exactly they the, the little known fact actually is that the revolution it, it wasn't about taxes it wasn't about tea it was about cheese sticks and the people just wanted cheese sticks dang it and so you know they they went to war for it they went to war for those cheese sticks so honestly this is this is the worst thing about hamilton right because they have overlooked <laughs> this very important part of the revolutionary war yeah i mean they're they're all talking about you know freedom getting out of oppression making sure that we like decide our own government and how much tax we have to pay all of that was actually much farther down the list of complaints against king george first and foremost of which was the lack of cheese sticks given amongst the commoners honestly i think it's it's really it's really irresponsible to be sharing this false narrative yeah i mean i didn't hear a single song about cheese sticks during Hamilton, so there aren't. Uh, I think I've, I've seen it. There, there's not, and there's mm-hmm. zero. There's absolutely zero. They don't even mention the word cheese, not once. Yeah, no I cheese. don't think so. Wow, how dare they? Well, we can make our own musical. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's make our own one. The Revolutionary <laughs> War and cheese. The cheese stick revolution. <laughs> exactly the boston the boston exactly. tea party was actually the boston cheese party it was it, it was a, a mistranslation in the history books <laughs> from english to english from british english to american english it was mistranslated. <laughs> cheese and tea were very similar words back then <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> it was just overlooked <laughs> oh my gosh we know the truth we should we should make our own musical, Andrew. I, I mean, I, I'm totally down for this. We can make a cheese stick revolutionary musical. Of course. The the villain, of course, being Benjamin Franklin, because he wanted the turkey to be the national bird, which is just a travesty. Right. Thankfully, of right, course, exactly. history history showed him the, the error in his ways. Uh, but of course, mm-hmm. you know, the the real hero of the cheese stick story uh, is actually Paul Revere. Oh. When he was doing his famous midnight ride, little little did anyone know because it really wasn't reported at all. Mm-hmm. Along with screaming out that you know the the British are coming and that they're coming by land or sea, whichever one he said, he was also going around to the houses of the militiamen 
delivering cheese sticks he had stolen from the British Army. Oh. That makes sense. That's why he was riding so fast. That's why he was in such a hurry. Is because he needed yeah, to because deliver he these knew cheese th- sticks before they became warm. Exactly. He knew that the, the plastic covering was going to get really disgusting if he didn't get them there <laughs> yeah. in time. It was much more right. about the cheese stick quality and less about the urgency of the British Army. Wow. Man, I'm I'm so glad that we're able to really see history as it is and to share this information with the world. You know, I've been I've been silent for too long. I mean, somebody has to say it, you know? I mean, this Had nation was founded on cheese sticks. <laughs> That's actually why, you know, the 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 white stripes are in the flag. Those are actually cheese sticks. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Really? It's a depiction now. of cheese sticks. Yeah, and the the red, the red stripes yeah. are actually depictions of. Say it. I don't know if you've ever had the the, the baby bell cow, like little oh. cheese wheels. The the wax of those yeah. comes in. It's the same color yeah. as the as the flag, and the the flag wow. was actually based off of those two different types of cheese that the Americans wanted uh-huh. to enjoy. Wow, you're you're not wrong. Actually, I thought you were gonna go with like marinara sauce, like with like mozzarella <laughs> stick, uh, which is like a whole different <laughs> kind of cheese stick, right? But that, that's where <laughs> that my mind was going at least. <laughs> that would have been great. And honestly, oh I mean, I think America really improved the cheese stick, right? Like once the cheese stick oh, came into common uh, acquisition, we decided to deep fry it. And that only made it better. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The, 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 old, the, the kings of the old, olden times, old English, they were very anti-putting things into fryers because they knew – that once people had, you know, tasted this incredible, incredible source of joy in their life, that they might realize that they were being oppressed. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They knew, they knew that once the common folk get fried food, that revolu- revolution is just a short way away. And I mean, it's, you can't it's just common that. sense. It's mm-hmm. absolutely common sense that. I mean, yeah, these these old empires knew how to keep down the masses, and they knew that it was through the restriction of cheese. Exactly. Also, little-known fact, right? If you look at France, right, the French Revolution, little-known fact, McDonald's actually found it in France, right, 1700s. Yeah, of as course. As soon as they opened up, people were just screaming for revolution. And now we have the France that we have today. And McDonald's has become an international French business. And of course, the, you know the the McDonald's jingle, ba 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 ba. I'm mm-hmm. loving it. Mm-hmm. That was actually originally written by somebody who was about to be guillotined. He was yeah. he was on the the chopping block, and you know the he he actually he snuck in to his uh, to his execution, a McDonald's mm-hmm. Big Mac. And when they asked him for his last words, he took a bite out of that Big Mac just to spite everybody in front of him. And he said, I'm loving it. And then on the it, his head was was chopped. Wow. Wow. And and little known fact about that revolutionary who was beheaded, um, his day job was actually a circus clown. Um, and his name was uh, Ronald Robespierre. And, oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> He was indeed the founder <laughs> of McDonald's. So 
<laughs> was um, he in he was in full makeup when he was executed. <laughs> he, he was. And the, he was. the the the, he, the French government actually attempted, you know, to to use that as like a symbol of them chopping off the head of McDonald's. But actually when when the executioner held up the head of Ronald, soon to be Ronald McDonald, uh the people all started chanting for Ronald McDonald. And they, they also started chanting, we want the McRib back in, in McDonald's oh. stores. Mm-hmm. And that was actually what really drove the initial push for the McRib to be reintroduced. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they had already gotten the, the McMuffin back. And so, I mean, it's just the people just there's no stopping it. You know, the cries of revolution in the street. I mean, they, they need their McRib. <laughs> so that's exactly how it happened. <laughs> We're going crazy. Oh, my gosh. History lessons with Parker. And Andy. <laughs> I would love if that was I, real. If that I, was I the way our world clarify. was. <laughs> I feel like you just clarify that this is all very <laughs> tongue in cheek. Um, I do not believe any of this nor promote any of it. Just as a as a clarification. Oh you know? my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that would that would make history but that would be so great. Better if it, it was all based around great. cheese. <laughs> ben Franklin, well, of course. I mean, the word should have been cheese. Yeah, ben Franklin, of yeah. course, invented invented the first ever spray cheese. Oh, did it was yeah. a brand well, new technology back there. in the revolutionary days. Right. right. I mean, yeah, I, Ben I Franklin counterbalances the turkey. Yeah, that and like the you know kite electricity stuff and right, you know, yeah, bifocals. Bifocals, yeah. I mean, you know, bifocal schmifocals, you know. I mean, yeah, we only care about the it cheese. Is what it is. <laughs> exactly the spray cheese. We we need it. <laughs> oh what God. else am I going to eat for a midnight snack whenever I'm hungry? <laughs> you know. Do you do you just go for straight spray cheese? I've actually never done that before. Uh, <laughs> Neither have I. I I'm a little a afraid too. Yeah, really? I think I think it would be it would be too much if it was like just straight. I need I need the cracker to balance it out. Right. You know, I'll say this and I think that this actually reveals a lot about a person. I'm not the kind of person that would take a can of spray cheese and just like straight up eat it. But I am <laughs> the type of person that would be totally about taking a can of whipped cream and spraying that in my mouth. Oh, really? And I feel like that says a I'm lot not... about a person. I'm I'm not really for either of those things. Okay. okay. I always I always prefer there's like some sort of other utensil, like a cracker <laughs> or a cookie, something delivering the the spray into my mouth. Okay. Yeah, and I can get behind that because, like, honestly, I mean, ideally, I wouldn't be spraying stuff directly into my mouth. But like, <laughs> if, if if you held me to it cheese or whipped cream i'm going for the whipped cream you know because yeah i think i would i mean i would agree with you on that i think Mm -hmm. yeah if if i had to spray one of the two into my mouth i'm going whipped cream every time exactly there you go i I think it's the only logical choice (laughs) of course do you remember the 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 spray cheese sometimes like if you hadn't used it in a while there'd be that little like crunchy part at the top that it kind of hardened You'd have to like spray that out, and sometimes I would forget, and I was like set to get this cracker, perfectly covered, 
because I was like really meticulous about this as a kid. Like I was like <laughs> trying to spiral it correctly so that the most possible of the cracker would be covered with cheese. But whenever you had the little hard, crunchy part when you're the first one using it, always messed up the spray. So I ended up with one that just looked like a mess. Like it was like half half of it had way too much cheese and half of it had, you know, just the hard, you know, like centimeter long crunchy part. Uh, just the worst. That that sounds terrible, honestly. I, I feel like there's very few things in this world worse than crunchy cheese. <laughs> Just, just the sound of it, the the name of it, crunchy yeah. cheese. You're just like, Ugh. yeah. Although, not good at all. I have, I have recently discovered these little, like they're 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 kind of cheese snacks that come in a, in a bag that looks like a cracker bag, but it's like it's like little circles of cheese that's been like air dried, and they're kind of like little crackers, but it's it's literally just cheese. Like there's no cracker part huh. of it. So there's there's zero carbs. You don't have to worry about that stuff. I mean, it's not healthy for you, but it's a different unhealthy. They're they're pretty you good. Know, I I don't know if if this is the same brand, but I feel like I've seen that on Shark Tank before. Really, it's a <laughs> like, Shark Tank. Product? There was definitely these. Yeah, there was definitely these people who literally just like took cheese and like baked it, and it was like <laughs> cheese crackers, but it was like purely cheese. So that might be a Shark Tank product. Wow, I'm proud. I'm proud of them. Yeah, they did. I it. mean, straight sponsored by Mark Cuban, who, as we all know, is a great supporter <laughs> of the cheese arts and of and of I'm the assuming. the cheese revolutionary truth as well. Uh, little known fact: oh. Mark Cuban is on our fact. side. Right. We hope at least we can't confirm that, but I mean, it has to be right. Yeah. Anybody that gets that rich, they know the truth. <laughs> they have to have the cheese. Yeah, they have there. There's actually, uh, you know, stipulations within the government, within the the banking system that Alexander Hamilton wrote. That right, you know, if you if you don't actually know the truth behind the revolution, uh, your your bank account is capped at a certain level. <laughs> it sounds very illegal, but you know, I mean, maybe it's not. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's not illegal because. Was written by Hamilton into the Constitution and into the government papers, so oh, it's actually well. very, very much legal. Well, there you go. I'm glad. I'm glad everyone knows this now, so that they can get more money. Yeah, all you got to do is like, and it, remember, it has to be it has to be very subtle. So when you go to the bank, yeah, and you're like, oh shoot, I've reached the limit. Like, like they'll they'll let they'll, they'll let you know when you've reached <laughs> the limit. Like. Like for some reason they'll be just like, you know, your your bank account uh is capped. Like we because of the, the agreement you signed, we can't put any more in there. But here's so there's a little loophole workaround. Uh it's actually written in the the bank, you know, acceptance statement, uh, but just nobody reads it, so nobody knows. But if you go up to the bank teller and you 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 got your paycheck and you're like, I've got another million to put in the bank. And you, they're they're giving you some pushback. They're saying, you know, you've you've reached your cap. You can't do it. All you have to do is just lean real close, real close to the little uh, the little lady that's doing the bank telling, and whisper in their ear, the Boston Cheese Party. 
and then they will open up your account to infinite infinite possibilities wow <laughs> I, I i'm just imagining one day going to the bank to deposit money and them being like you reached your limit <laughs> you're just being like, excuse me <laughs> Yeah, the the, the Sorry, bank you, vault you reached your limit. Uh, the the bank vault is actually full. Yeah. Like it's it's reached its 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 limit <laughs> physically. Like we we've packed it so full of money that we can't fit anymore in there. Yeah. Like this is this is just going in my credit account. Like I don't I don't even have <laughs> dollars with me. Like I'm it, it capped. I'm sorry, but you know we, apparently we don't know what that cap is because it's just so high that most people don't even reach it. You know. Yeah, very few. I mean, and you're, realized. yeah, in your example, you said to show up to drop off another million. So that's assuming that you you have quite a few millions in that account. Then you're making so. millions like on the the monthly at least. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> that's just rough, you know. I mean, if you don't know about the cheese, then you're just gonna be capped at I don't know twenty million. It's a rough life. Yeah, it's really a you know a terrible system put in place by the U.S. government, but. It's just the world that we live in, and it's yeah. it's what the founding fathers intended. So I think we should, you know, follow follow their will. There you go. I don't know why we wouldn't. And honestly, like it's, it's a pretty easy workaround. So like as long as you know, I mean, we've we've told right. you what the what the password is. So right, all seventeen of you Boston when you when you get to be when you when you join the the three comma club when you're a billionaire, uh, you know, just whisper that the little magic phrase will unlock the future of your financial earnings wild completely wild wow i'm glad that on this episode about necklaces we spoke more about cheese (laughs) (laughs) we've talked barely at all about necklaces (laughs) i'm i'm surprised how much of a tangent cheese went on to be honest with you that went much further than i ever would have imagined <laughs> maybe maybe in the title of this i'll i'll put cheese in parentheses in between the <laughs> the c and the 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 cliss in in necklace no, i i would love it more if it just said necklace and then right after that in parentheses cheese <laughs> <laughs> or i'll do almost uh, as if it's like yeah. Uh, I'll Go do ahead. uh I'll I'll do just like episode eleven, semicolon, necklace, and then just the the description is cheese, or the description <laughs> is just the the description is the Boston cheese party. <laughs> I love it, and <laughs> man, I love it because it's just like yeah, yeah, this is. This is a necklace, but it's actually about cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Oh my gosh, we're we're gonna disappoint. We're gonna disappoint so many people coming in looking for necklace information. (laughs) You know, I I think that just spice things up a little bit because it's like, oh yeah. Honestly, like if they if if they are coming to this podcast and they think that they're they're gonna get like real information, uh, I think by the eleventh episode they figured out that we don't have that for them. I would sure hope so. I, I would sure hope back uh, when we were talking about uh, political systems and when we were talking about warrant equaling logic that uh, <laughs> that no that no actual <laughs> knowledge was coming from our mouths. <laughs> yeah, we've 
we've spoken a lot of nonsense on this podcast. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Well, I think uh, <laughs> we might have reached the limit of how far we can riff on cheese. So let's uh, maybe transition into looking at what our next topic is going to be. Now, remember, all 17 of you listening, that this word might have next to nothing to do with the content of the next episode, as we have learned today. <laughs> but I am once again visiting the randomwordgenerator.com. And unfortunately, even though we did gain two, you know, two followers, they have still not reached out to us wanting to, to press mm-hmm. to sponsor them. Uh, but we're still using it. It's a great, it's a great tool. I would, I would highly recommend if you're looking for a random word, this is the first Google search. And I think that that's for a reason because it's the best product. All right, random word generator. We'll find our new word in three, two, one. Harass. 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 Wow. Yeah. Okay. We will be harassing you next Harass. episode. This could only end well, I'm sure. And it's, remember, it's it's episode twelve, so it's going to be uh, right before the bronze anniversary. So you know, if if you want to view that one as the bronze anniversary, you can do that and have a little celebration while you're while you're listening, or you can wait until we've released both twelve and thirteen. And have a little party in between to really keep to the spirit of the 12 and a half mm-hmm. bronze anniversary. Yes. Yeah, but no, you know, next next time we're gonna be talking about the word harass. Uh, thank you everybody for once again listening. Thank you to the two people that have become followers of PA from PA. Uh, I hope we haven't scared you off in this episode. Although I would understand if we have. Uh, and you know, just the last parting word of wisdom before we leave i just want to share that i didn't make it through the entire episode without having to burp so i have successfully successfully destroyed the can of strawberry mango good and gather by target um, proud of so you andrew thank proud. you for all of your congratulations uh, but we will see you next time on pa from pa uh i hope you're doing well and we'll be back <laughs>